Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today we're talking about the in-between stage of manifestation. So this is that part of manifestation where you've set your intention, you know what you're manifesting, and now you wait. That part of the journey, I think, is such a confusing space to be in. I think it's so interesting to navigate, and it is not talked about enough. And before I dive into kind of how to master the in-between, I want to talk about just the concept and the foundations of manifestation so that you can kind of wrap your head around it a little bit better. Because I think the reason we get so tied up in this in-between stage is because we feel like we're waiting for something. We're looking at it very transactionally. And so if you are starting to feel frustrated with waiting for your manifestation, you feel like you've done everything, you feel like you've tried everything, and you've been affirming for days, and where the heck is it? This episode is for you because I understand what it's like. There was something that I was manifesting for almost two years. It was a certain milestone I wanted to hit in my business, and it just wasn't happening. All signs were going the other way. Everything was just working against it. It was me working against it, even though I tried kind of talking myself out of it, but the fear of it not happening was so much stronger, and it felt like I was stuck in an in-between stage for almost two years where I knew what I wanted. I set my intention. I was doing the work. And if you're not watching the video, I'm doing air quotes. I was doing the work and nothing was still happening. So then what do you do? How do you handle doubt? How do you handle, is this even for me? What do you do when the thoughts of maybe it isn't meant to be, or maybe I'm not worthy enough All of those thoughts start to creep in, and that is such a natural thing. And what I really want this episode to be focused on is how do you manage that in-between stage? So zooming back out, a lot of us think of manifestation as a transaction. We think of it almost like a test at school, right, where you take your test, you are studying for your test, which is like your manifestation prep work. You take your test, which is like your practice, your intention setting, your affirmations, and then it's a pass-fail. It's the universe's, if you pass, you get your manifestation. If you fail, you don't get your manifestation. I think subconsciously, because most of us have gone through traditional schooling, I think we approach manifestation that same way that we approach school. And we look at it as if like, 
I'm passing. Give me a good grade. I am a good student and show me what I want versus manifestation is so nuanced. It is so not performative. It is very embodied. So I think a lot of us, including myself, and I'm only speaking from this from experience, but including myself, we approach manifestation as a performative task. We think of manifestation as I'm going to show up. I'm going to write down my 15 affirmations that Pyle told me to write from her podcast and the universe is going to give me my soulmate, right? And if the universe doesn't give me my soulmate, that means I failed. So we approach it in such a transactional schooling-based pass-fail approach that that in itself, in its very nature, the way we traditionally approach manifestation creates this in-between stage. It feels like there's an in-between stage of I set my intention, in-between, I receive my desire. And if you look at it, the in-between stage is so much of our life. And if we hate the in-between stage of manifestation, if we hate um, waiting for our manifestation and not knowing when or how it's going to come, Think about all of your manifestations this far. They are moments in time. When I met Tom, aka manifesting my soulmate, that was one moment. That was literally fine. If I want to be wild about it, that was one night. Manifesting my wedding, one night. Manifesting my dream job, one day of interviews and receiving an offer. And In the grand scheme of things, the in-between stage is actually where we spend so much time on our journey. And that's why this episode is so important to me because I don't want you to spend the in-between in worry or distress or doubt or just sadness or unhappiness. I want you to enjoy the in-between, enjoy what you have now, while also knowing the best is still on its way. Your manifestations are still coming, the ones that you couldn't even fathom because they are that good. And I feel like the in-between stage is so much of our life. And we as a society, I see this in so many kind of models I have in my own life where we live our life for the milestones, whether it's you live your life for the weekend. So you're chugging away through your nine to five job, which is not a bad thing. You're chugging away through your job, waiting for the weekend, ignore the nine to five comment. Um, But you're chugging away, waiting for the weekend, or you are waiting for the day you get married. You're waiting for the day you have kids. You're waiting for the day that you get your dream job or become CEO of this huge company. You're waiting for the day that you become a millionaire. And all of those waitings, how much of your life are we, is it like how much of your life is worth being spent in that waiting stage? And if that waiting stage is inherently bad, inherently not fun, and inherently somewhere you don't want to be, if you look at it, how many of us, and I am so guilty of this, especially in my past, where I have spent so many of my days wanting to be anywhere else but where I was. And then you look back on it and you're like, wow, I had it so good at that point, but I couldn't wait to get over with it. And a few examples of my life, Tom and I, we were doing long distance. I used to spend the days, my days counting down until we were going to meet again. And those days in between, I was dwindling through. Like I was not fully happy. I was like, oh, wish I could be with Tom. Can't wait for long distance to be over. 
all of these things. And now that I look back on it, our long distance days were some of the best learning lessons and so powerful. And I did some of the most fun things like from an external perspective, I went on such cool trips, but I wasn't fully there. I went on some of the most memorable family trips, but I wasn't fully there because I couldn't wait for me to be back with my soulmate, which is not a bad thing. This is not to share guilt. And we do this in so many things, right? It's not that I should appreciate or that like I should feel guilty for wanting to be with Tom. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's that we oftentimes want to be anywhere but here. Like we want to overanalyze and talk about the past and hash out a problem or why someone hurt us or how could they act that way or why is the world the way it is? Or we go the full opposite spectrum and all we can think about is our future and what's coming and how are we going to get there? We struggle so much to just be here right now, which is why I think inherently the manifestation in between stage is such a sad place and such an uncomfortable place for us to actually sit in. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Okay, that was kind of a rant, but I think that precedent is important to be set because my opinion, I've been talking about this, I received this clarity over the past summer where manifestation is not just about getting what you want and forcing the things that you want into your life. It is about how do you handle everything that life throws at you with grace? How do you manage your energy when things go completely haywire? How do you handle your mental, emotional, physical, energetic, your spiritual self? How do you handle all those aspects of yourself throughout your day-to-day life. And that's where this term that you've probably heard me say before, that manifestation is a lifestyle. It is a way of being. It is a way of navigating through your day, no matter what you're manifesting, no matter where you are in your manifestation process or on the journey. Manifestation is a lifestyle. It is applying these the fundamental concept of you can create your reality every single moment not just when you want to manifest something big. Because if you think about it, those big milestones, right? You have your soulmate, your dream job, your dream home, your dream car, maybe your dream family dynamic, um, your dream friendships, your dream travel. Okay. You manifest all of that. And then what? And the reason I bring that up is because that's where I was for the past year. I manifested every single thing where I literally had no big thing to manifest. And I was like, oh my God, like, is this life? Like, this is it. I'm done. And I started to realize like, no, like manifestation. Yes, there's those big life altering kind of manifestations, but there's also your day-to-day manifestation of inner peace, your day-to-day manifestation of 
wait, I don't have anxiety anymore. Your day-to-day manifestation and creation of, wow, I have such a beautiful day that I literally look forward to waking up and now I'm able to become a morning person and I don't procrastinate anymore. And it's an identity shift of literally enjoying the life you have. And all of this is cliche. So many people talk about being happy and all of these things and manifestation I think is a cliche, but I am such a cliche girly. I love cliches. I was writing quotes on my wall since I was literally three years old So I love cliches because I think cliches are beautiful and I think life is allowed to be beautiful and cliche and happy and so cheesy that it's kind of crazy. I think that we all can have that if that's what you really want. So when it comes to manifestation and just allowing yourself to navigate the in-between stage, first reframe the way you see the in-between stage. I think up until this point, maybe you saw the in-between stage as, okay, I said my affirmations, I did this, where the heck is my manifestation, that waiting period. But don't look at it as a waiting period. Think of it as a preparation period. What can you do to be a better receiver of that desire? How can you become even more in tune with that desire? What would be different if that desire was here? Start acting like it. These are basic manifestation principles. But if you can apply it to waiting for your manifestation. So it's kind of like playing a mind game with yourself. If you can apply this to waiting for your manifestation and allowing it to manifest in its physical form, how good do you think that would make you feel? How much better do you think you would feel rather than feeling like, where the heck is it? I'm so tired. The universe hates me and none of my efforts are being paid off. The other aspect that I love doing while I'm kind of in this in-between stage where it's like, I know what I want, I'm doing the work, is continuing to do the work, continuing to apply and live these concepts, even if it's not related to that desire. How can you apply unconditional love? Say you're manifesting your soulmate. How can you apply the concept of unconditional love to maybe a friend who really hurt you? How can you apply the concept of loving yourself in standing up for yourself at your work? Like we think that when we're manifesting something very specific, that it has to only, all the work and effort is only in the realm of that manifestation. So if you're manifesting your soulmate, everything is focused on soulmate. If you're manifesting your money healing or becoming a millionaire, Everything that applies to that manifestation is only about money, but we realize that these manifestations, like it's never actually about the manifestation. It's about so many layers deeper. So how do you tap into the different concepts and the different maybe feelings, the different beliefs that you have? How do you apply them to different areas of your life? So an example for money is abundance, right? The feeling we're all seeking is abundance. So how do you apply that feeling of abundance maybe when you're cooking your meals? How do you apply the feeling of abundance when you are making your bed in the morning? This is kind of what I mean by when I say living manifestation as a lifestyle is you're constantly manifesting. It's not just writing your five affirmations in the morning because that is five minutes of your day and your day has 24 hours, 
your vibration for those 23 hours and 55 minutes is also contributing to your manifestation, which is why manifesting as a lifestyle, being cohesive with it, and not just sitting waiting for your manifestation, but infuse the energy of what you're manifesting into other things you're doing. If you're manifesting success, infuse the energy of success or reframe or redefine success in different things you do. Maybe you're super competitive and you think everything is a success or a failure. How can you look at a quote unquote failure in your eyes as a success? How can you teach yourself to find a lesson in something that you traditionally wouldn't consider a success? I know I'm going on a lot of different tangents here and what's new. I feel like that's just the way my brain works, but I hope this is really starting to connect with you. This is I would say there's like very surface level manifestation. I would say there's like deep embodied manifestation. And then I think there's just like challenging manifestation philosophy as a whole. And I feel like this episode is kind of that level three where we are almost kind of breaking apart the fundamentals of how we all see manifestation, how we all um, experience and approach manifestation and allowing it to serve us in a way. Because yes, I can tell you, okay, if you said your affirmations, you did the work, you're waiting for your manifestation, practice gratitude all day. I could tell you that and that might work for you, but that's just not me. I am such a Scorpio. I love diving into the depths of things and I'm really working on doing that in the podcast. I think I was scared that it would be too deep. I think it was scared. I was scared that I wouldn't be able to properly like express and communicate what I was trying to share. So I really hope that this is resonating with you. I think it will. Um, I feel like I have a good gauge on you, on my audience. I feel like I understand. And you guys are at such a high level. You guys are very well informed and sacred souls who like are willing to tap into universal wisdom. So I hope this is resonating with you. And if it's not like, let's talk about it. I would love to hear your thoughts, but manifestation, like when you're in that waiting phase, when you feel like you're waiting, ask yourself, like, why is now not good enough? And this goes to challenge manifestation as a whole. A lot of people use manifestation as a means to an end. They use manifestation as their last attempt to just get what they want. And I really do think we can get anything we want. However, a lot of people force it into existence and force is a very real power. Um, I have forced manifestations into my life and they've gone away or they haven't served me as well, but I learned amazing lessons. And so it's ultimately challenging, like, why is what you have not good enough? And why do you want what you want? Um, And that's the bridge. That's truly the in-between that you have to figure out for yourself. And the best question I ask for myself is, where am I now? Where do I want to be? And am I willing to go on that walk? Am I willing to walk across that bridge not knowing what's to come, not knowing how cold it's going to be or how much rain I'm going to get, am I willing to go on that journey and see what it has in store for me? Because we feel like we have to plan every single phase of our life, but manifestation, if it teaches you anything, it teaches you how to surrender. And I know that's a huge buzzword. And next week I'm talking all about surrender. So stay tuned for that if that's something that you need help with. Um, but it's like allowing yourself to embrace 
this unknown. I think the waiting part sucks because we don't know when it's coming. We don't know how it's coming. And what if you were okay with that? What if you were so okay with whenever it does come, however it does come, and even if it doesn't come, I'm okay. Like, a lot of people think that defeats the purpose of manifestation, but I think that is so false because I think that empowers you and your manifestation so much more because you, as you are right here and right now, you are so okay that whether or not your biggest desire comes, you're good. And that's what I try and teach you is how are you, how to be good, how to be okay, how to feel content right here, right now, regardless of if your desire comes. And I know it feels backwards, but once you can get to that neutrality, once you can get to, I'm good now, your manifestation is going to want to flood into your life. But the key here, and this is kind of, you can't game the system, your intentions and your innate or like dominant desire um, will always prevail. So if you are thinking, okay, I'm just going to pretend like I'm neutral and then the universe will get me what I want, that's manipulation. Trust me, I've done it before too. It's not a bad thing. It is how the human mind works. That is manipulation and you're manifestations and the universe will respond accordingly. Not saying the universe is going to manipulate you, but you will maybe not feel as at peace. You might not get everything you desire because it isn't coming from a genuine place. So if you can feel genuinely good now, not as a means to get your manifestation, not because I told you on this podcast, feeling neutral is a way for you to get what you desire, but because you're actually willing to feel okay now because you're tired of feeling like you're in this constant state of lack, that is when you can actually tap into neutrality. So one of my favorite ways to embrace the in-between, to honor the in-between is how can I just feel satisfied with what I have now? Because the in-between feels really crappy when the, the current feels not good enough. So how do I make, how do I reframe everything that I have now to be good enough? Like if this was my life's trajectory for the rest of my life, would I be happy? If yes, continue forward. If no, what can I change right here and right now? You are manifesting, your desires are changing. That's happening in the background. But as a human physical 3D being, what can I change right now? I can change my attitude. I can change my environment. I can change the way I carry myself. I can change what I do in a day. That is up to your control. What you do in a day, how you live your day is in your control. Once again, this is where manifestation as a lifestyle comes in, is if you live your day-to-day with intention, you'll infuse more gratitude. You will be manifesting as you make your bed. You will be raising your vibration as you brush your teeth or make your coffee. It's inevitable that you will start to enjoy your life where it is right now. And as a byproduct of you feeling happy, feeling okay with this in-between stage, no pressure, no dependency, no need, that manifestation will come through. And it's honestly playing the honesty game with yourself and asking yourself, 
what do I feel like this manifestation is actually going to give me and why am I so unhappy now? And it's scary to ask yourself that because it makes you feel vulnerable. It makes you feel like you have to explore the possibility of your desire not coming, but that takes courage and manifestation is courageous work. And I know you have the power within you. So I invite you to try that. I know this episode didn't have as many tangibles today, just kind of some food for thought. Um, But I feel like this food for thought is really interesting to ponder on. And if you want, maybe journal on it. Journal on why do I not like the in-between stage and how can I love the in-between stage? Um, It's one of my favorite ways to just understand what my head's really thinking. And if you can't journal, type it out on your phone, type it on your computer, but expressing your thoughts in written form is a really good way to understand what your thoughts actually are. Um, Our mind kind of loses some things in translation as is just thinking. So seeing it in words is a really helpful way for you to process your own emotions, your own thoughts, your own beliefs. So I hope you found that helpful. I hope you enjoyed kind of today's level three manifestation talk. Um, If this resonated with you, please DM me. I would love to hear your thoughts. And if you haven't already, um, I never asked for this. I always ask for it in my outro, but I would really love if you did leave a review, if this episode resonated with you or share it to your story. Um, it's a lot of heart, a lot of love that goes into this podcast. And I really hope that it serves you in the way it serves me. And I hope we can kind of spread the good energy forward as we go through. So If this episode did resonate with you or any of my episodes, a review means so much more than you realize. And I would love if you were able to leave one. So thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 